Hey, all you cool cat and kittens. This is Erica. And I'm Brooke. And welcome to our weekly podcast. Woo! Grab yourself some wine, kick up your shoes, and relax. This is Uncorked Mama. Yeah! Hello. Well, hi there. How are you, Brooke? I'm doing well. How yes. are you? Um, good. You know, just good. going a little stir crazy. I think so too. <laughs> but we're all hanging in there. I think we're really amped up tonight. <laughs> you know, I just want you guys to know. Um, well, we're about an hour in, and we're just now recording. I think mm-hmm. Brooke and I are going a little, yeah. a little stir crazy. The walls yes. are closing in. Yeah. Brooke said she had to take a ride the other day. (laughs) Yes, I did. A solo ride. Yes. And I get it, you Mm -hmm. know. So I hope you guys are all hanging in there. Yes. We're trying. We're trying to do our best, right? Yeah. So I thought to get ourselves started, we just wanted to give a shout out really quick to our mama that we are able to interview over the phone actually Mm -hmm. last week, Carol Hall. Yes. Oh my gosh. You guys, if you have not listened to this interview, please go back to the last episode. Yes. She is such an inspiration and I really think you guys should just hear what she has to say. She's honest. She's real. And she is funny. Yes. And she's a boss. She is a boss mom for sure. Mm -hmm. Like definition, she has it down. Yeah, she basically took us through just her coming up with the ideas for the hallway escape room in town and then the padlock presence and all these great businesses that she's doing now. So go back and listen. Check it out. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Have a glass of wine and just just enjoy. Yeah. And thank you, Carol, for calling in. That was so sweet of you and just letting us pick your brain. Mm -hmm. Um, We really enjoyed it. And we can't wait to go do the hall room or hall room. The hallway. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I know. And we promised her we would take the pod with us. Yeah. So we we are going to do that, uh, so stay tuned for that, too. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So, we had a recommendation for wines to try. Okay, all and, right. Um, so, this lovely wine that you picked up for us tonight yes. was recommended by the lovely Lauren Lawrence. Okay. Hi, Lauren. Thank <laughs> you. Um, she's actually my cuz. Um, and you are the sweetest person. So thank you so much for your recommendation. This is Stella Rosa that we are going to try. Yes. The bottle is super cool. So got, cute. Is that a crown? It's a crown. I totally love that. Such a cute bottle. I know. And it's pink and it's just <laughs> yes. so cute. Very so, girly. All right. Let's so, do this. Let's, let's try give it. it a try. Cheersies. Okay. Oh my. Okay. It gives you a little there's bubbles at the end. Yeah, this feels more of a champagner. Yeah. Champagner. Champagner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's what I was thinking. It's a champagner. It's It's good, you guys. Smooth like a like a Moscato. Okay. But it's got bubbly in it. Yes. It's a semi sweet. Wow. It's called Stella Pink. So Stella Rosa, Stella Pink. You guys, this cute is bottle. really good. Um, I suggest it. I it it's not too. super sweet. Um, no, no, it's perfect. All. Yep. It's um, not too much, not too little. I I just had to take this... another drink. Yeah, I feel like it's wine and champagne. Yeah. Mixed sh- together. I, it's really good. It's I like this one. It's not going to last long, <clears throat> is what I can I say. I see this bottle being gone by the end of this podcast I, or halfway through commercial <laughs> did so, you yes. get two? <laughs> 
No, this is a good one. So thank you, Lauren. Yeah, thank you um, so much. And as always, really good. you guys, send in your request. We already have a list going, which is so cool. <gasps> I love all your requests. We are open to try anything. 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 So send Honest. it in and we'll pick it up. We'll order it. Um, I know if you're in another state, we'll order it. Yes, Doesn't we matter. Will. If it's your favorite winery. Hey. Oh, <gasps> we'll take a wine trip. We- oh, my. Okay. The pod could go. <gasps> a wine, a pod tour. A, no, pod- a wine pod, pod tour? tour. We need to come up with oh a more clever name. Gosh. But anyways, I love that. Love that. So we will take the pod Yes. The pod. On tour with us yes. to any winery. You name it, we're going. We're going to go. Okay. That's what our future is. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So fun. thank you so much for yes. the recommendations, I love guys. It. Keep it's them good. coming. Yes. So, a few topics to bring to the table, but mm-hmm. I had to get this off my chest really quick. Okay. And I'm sure that you saw on my Instagram. Maybe not because, you know, I can't just assume people just care about what <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> and I think, yes, I have seen it. Okay, okay. But go on. So you know what I'm going to say. I know what you're going to say. A couple of weeks ago on a podcast, we were talking about things to watch on Netflix. Yes. Okay. Uh, We talked about was Don't F With Cats. Yes. I'm not, Brooke, I'm going to just tell you I did not see it. Okay. But. I did. Okay. I watched it yesterday. It is, it's three episodes. Okay. Okay. It's like an hour long. I thought it was longer than that. I did too. It's an hour long each episode. And it's something that, uh, well, I didn't sleep. Yeah, I didn't sleep last night, and it because it really like stuck with me. And normally, it's crazy, but I can like watch true crime things mm-hmm. and be just fine. Oh, I love true I mean, crime. So we yeah. talked about this. Yeah, we don't want to watch it if we're home alone because you know we're home alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Corey's home with me. I yeah. finish it. And did Corey watch it with you? No. Okay. I actually told him that he probably wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I finish it. I go to bed. Couldn't sleep. I drowned myself with Step Brothers mm-hmm. and a new episode or a new series on Netflix called Nailed It, which is a baking show. <laughs> baking <laughs> shows are usually good after you watch scary seriously? shit. Seriously, seriously, I fell yeah. asleep to it eventually. Yep. Okay, but Aww. you have to watch it. Okay, because if you can just get through full first episode and then half of the second, mm-hmm. you're able to get past it to move on and and then it's interesting okay and then and then it has a lot going on that you're like wow this is crazy yeah but i'm telling you when it comes to animals sometimes it's really hard for me to watch things i think when it comes to animals i think we all if if you don't have some sort of heart Heart. yeah there's something going on on there's something wrong right all right you talk about true crime i love true crime Mm -hmm. okay my mom laughs she goes oh my god i think you're gonna have everything figured out (laughs) you know what to do to murder someone but anyways i love my true crime but and here's what's even weirder for me and like this might sound really really bad but like the fact that I watch like the true crime shows, you know, the fact that someone's killing another person, like at some point in your life, you almost become desensitized to it because you've been shown it so many times when you watch these shows. Mm-hmm. Okay, this person was killed. Let's find who did it. You know, oh. like you don't have that emotional discomfort, I guess, okay. as much as like you would when you first see it. But this okay. is something I've seen for my first time where it had to do with animal abuse uh-huh. in this way. And so I think that's why it impacted me so much was because it was so crazy. Yeah. You know, and and I'm thinking these animals are helpless and they're, you know, and it's just crazy. Like I said, 
other than that aspect to it, it's a good watch. You just it's have a, to like get past yeah. that in order to like really see mm-hmm. what this is all about. But I had to share with you because yeah. we talked about it and then mm-hmm. I did it and then I instantly was like, oh, I think I Why regret I? it. Yeah. But you know, so I'm really big into true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. Actually, shout out to my shout favorite. Out. Um, true crime garage to Woo! the captain and Nick. They Aww. are just so amazing. I love them. Um, I actually wrote the captain an email and he emailed me back and he's just awesome. He literally listened to every episode, but I yes. always find that some of them stick with you. Right. Yeah. And I think about them constantly and I think about the victims and so I actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of disagree with the whole being desensitized because. Okay. I feel like I still get impacted. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I will say, okay, for the next like two or three days, I can't listen to another podcast. I can't watch another because I'm I it just hurt me. Right. You know, I guess I guess the word desensitized wasn't the best word, Mm -hmm. but I feel like today if you're to watch the news. I feel like that, yes, someone's been shot. Someone's been murdered. Murder. Okay. It's like being flung around. So, so um, I guess the word desensitized wasn't used properly. Mm-hmm. I I feel like what I was trying to say is, murder happens every single day, and it's on it the does. news. It's that word is flung around quite a bit, mm-hmm. and so it's not something that we don't hear. Okay, but for me personally, I don't hear about I mean obviously animal abuse happens but like the way it's happening in this show I just have never been Mm -hmm. introduced to before and I'm thankful I haven't but Mm -hmm. watching this it just yeah stuck with me okay yeah I mean when I watch those shows obviously I'm like oh my gosh you know I feel terrible that that's happened to someone in that yeah I guess that was the best way to describe what I was no I I saying right get what you're saying I really do yeah okay to say I watched it if you're into that stuff and like crime go check it out it's only three episodes so you know and let us know if you watch it Want to make your gift giving experience one to remember forever? Padlock Presents is the new way to give a gift to that someone special with an added twist. Visit padlockpresents.com. There, you will pick your box of choice, and each box comes with different clues to help your gift receiver solve the puzzle, which ultimately helps them unlock the box to their special gift of your choice. So change your gift-giving ways and check out padlockpresents.com and give your loved one a puzzling gift to remember forever. It's funny that we're on that topic. Okay. Because I wanted to talk about something. You did. That my husband won't talk to me about. Okay. Carol Baskin. Oh, Carol. That is what I need. I need to talk about Carol Baskin. I love it. And I want to talk about Joe Exotic. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about Doc Annell. I want to talk about them all. Yeah. Because let me tell you something, bro. Bring it out. This whole Tiger King. First of all, if you haven't watched it, you need to go on and watch it. It is good. Correct. Okay. Here we are talking about animal abuse. Don't fuck with cats. Right. I think we all can agree first and foremost that not any one of these people cared about these big cats and these tigers. I think maybe they thought they did. I truly believe that in the beginning for all of these people, they had love for these cats and they, and they became obsessed because they loved them so much, but then they realized the money they could make off of them. So that right there took it from a love for them to a love for that money yes 
the first episode, I remember going, I'm not going to finish this because, first of all, what the hell? And not one of these people <laughs> care about the cats. Well, I know. You have to separate that for a second. You do. All right, Brooke, I, I, I have to ask you. Okay. Do you think Carol Baskin killed her husband? Killed her husband. Killed her husband. Do you, in, in all seriousness. Okay. Honestly. I want to know. Do you want, because Joey refuses to watch it. And I yes. feel like I have no one to talk to. Like I said, you guys, I love my true crime. Mm-hmm. That is like my, it, it, I know, it's my thing. It I is your it. thing. It is my thing. And I, I want to know. Oh, okay. I think that she definitely had something to do with it. Only because Mm -hmm. if you think or you look back on what happened prior, Mm -hmm. her husband was doing things and saying things to let others think that something was going on. Yeah. He filed a report on her. Right. I mean, he filed, what is it? A personal protection order. And the the police wouldn't do anything about it. Nothing, not whatever. I mean, he filed it, so it's on record. But I mean, Mm -hmm. there was something going on. The ex-wife and the children... They seemed a little put off by her, too. Which, but they were weird, too. I mean, let's... I've, okay, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, Don, her husband, was not a good guy. He wasn't the best guy, no. And he had a, he was a sex addict. Mm-hmm. To me, in the documentary, I just felt like they were more worried about his money than him being actually missing. Yeah, I guess I but didn't... But that's the vibe I, I guess got. I didn't that's really the, pay attention too much to that, other than I just... Something gives me this thought about... About who? Carol or the Carol. Wife? Okay. If you're so heavily into this whole big cat rescue, I'm going to save these cats, then why are you allowing people to pay you to come see these cats? <laughs> I. It's like, called a zoo. I Yeah. Let's not... Now... Carol, let's not... You Carol, you're no better. Yeah. I remember... So, what did she say? So, mine is different from Joe's. Exactly. Um... I have volunteers. So, no, you have a cult yeah. that follows you. Yeah. That you even admit that you don't know their name. There's literally, there's a picture. And she's like, no, they are not in these small cages and you know, blah, blah. And then this cat is going to drink it its water <laughs> and his head's in a cage. I'm like, Carol. I'm like, what? Hold on a second. You are literally doing, doing the same thing as Joe Exotic. It's just very confusing to me. And then this might even sound crazier. Okay. But the whole story with Carol and her husband, Don, threw me off in the beginning when <laughs> she's walking and then he picks her up. She can hold the gun to uh-huh. him. Yeah. Just so he can talk to her. I'm like, what the I know. Heck? I was like, And then wait. she goes, and then I spent the night with them. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so. And she admitted. She's like, and I did. I held that gun, pointed she at She did. Him. And we talked the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, what? if any if, man, if Corey pulled up and he no. doubles around three times, okay, <laughs> yeah. and I've told him no the first two, and yeah. then he goes, listen, you see this gun right here? You hold it up to me. I just need I just, someone to talk yeah. to. And no, I'd be like, heck no, I'm not <laughs> um, doing that. Uh, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, I know. And like when Carol talks, she's very cold. I oh, yeah. find her to be a very cold human she is. being. She's cold and she just kind of laughs it off. Yeah. For whoever her new husband is now, yeah, he's going to do everything you mm-hmm. ask him to do. He is scared for his life. Um, oh, you know- I, don't, I don't know about that. I think he's honest to God, naive, and thinks truly does think that she's the most wonderful person and doing all these wonderful mm-hmm. things. But it's like, honestly, I think there's something else going on there. 
I, I do. Say, and I don't know if her saving the big cats is a real thing. Mm-hmm. I think she, maybe in the beginning. She's in it for the money too. Yes. But it, I, th- may, and maybe in the beginning that was what she wanted for them. Because you think about this, okay? She was raped. Yes. And then Don, beginning. Don wants to breed these cats. She doesn't want it to happen. So she's having him fixed when he's in Costa Rica with his girlfriend. You know, so, like, I can understand that, why she's doing that, because she's feeling for those cats, like, they shouldn't be made to do something they don't want to do, or it's not their choice, right? Right. So, I can see that being what she wants for them in the beginning, wanting to save them and keep them safe. But then, I think that her loving cats so much got the better of her, too, and that she realized she could make money from it. So okay. it's like, mm-hmm. I think all these people started off with love in their heart, but realized that, wow, this is a moneymaker. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, and that's, yeah, they all got wrapped in that money. And I just feel so, I feel, I do feel bad for the cats because. I do too. She's, you know. she's like, well, here's the thing. This is where they come to die. Right. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, like, no. Right. That's, Why I can't you know. save she, them and release them to Africa? Well. But Why? I mean, can you release those? An- and I, because I'm they asking, weren't trained to me, hunt. This is me being dumb. Can you release those animals? Uh, that's why I'm wondering. Probably not. Know. Maybe not. Because they're they bottle fed. and Would they know how to survive out in the wild? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, but then again, you can. they don't lose their aggressive They're still instinct. a wild animal. They're, yes. I mean, they're wild. One bit off the lady's the guy's arm. arm. Yeah. Oh, the girl's arm. No, she, I guess she does identify as a male. Okay. So, so his arm. Yes. Yeah. And I cannot believe, you know what? Just amputate it because I don't want more publicity for right. Joe. I was like, and oh my gosh. What does Joe do? Okay. I <sighs> got it. You guys. Okay. He makes so, a music video. Well, yeah. You know, that's not his real voice. No, it's not. <laughs> I thought it was. No, I did too. I've been saying he sound like Toby <laughs> Keith. No, that it's not his real voice. That's not him. By any means. Okay, so there's a new episode out of the Tiger King. No, and is it's there? a guy who does an interview with um some of the people. And no, yeah, that's not his real voice. What? You guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I totally thought it was I his real upset. voice. I I know. I, but, uh, um, so, so the tiger bites off the guy's arm. Right. And. Joe goes in. I, this is honestly, I I was so sad. I'm like, oh my god, bit off his arm. And then he goes into his gift shop and goes, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. <laughs> A tiger just bit off someone's yeah, arm. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then he goes into his back room and he goes, I will never financially recover from this. I'm like, wait, that's your worry, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you wonder what that guy thought about after that, like watching this back. Like, yeah. wow, that's your response. Yeah. Honestly, to me it's taking crazy. an arm for you. Yeah. It's just weird. But back to the question. Yeah, sure. Did she kill him? I totally think she killed him. I think so too. Did she put him in a meat grinder and feed him to the, the cats? No, I think she just fed the body to the cats. I was just going to say everyone's focused on a meat grinder. On a meat grinder, which and the she, meat grinders weren't even there. And she happily left it off and said, <laughs> I couldn't fit his body in there. I, th- which is so creepy and weird. She's weird and creepy. She creeps me out. In the documentary, mm-hmm. a tiger bit off An this arm. guy's arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why all she'd have to do feed is him to him. kill him yeah. and feed him to the tigers. Yeah. She has something to do with it. I think so too. And I also Fully. think that is... Very, very sad 
that the police didn't do what they should have been doing. And that's the van that was parked at the airport. Like no one even wiped it down for fingerprints or anything. They drove it back to her house to sit there for yeah, weeks. for days later. And I'm like, thinking she could have gone and just wiped it down. I don't know. I don't want to blame anyone, whatever. I'm just saying she had something to do with it. No, and she did it. She, okay, she I'm did it. I'm blaming Carol yeah, she did it. But I mean, <laughs> I'll totally, she did it. Um, You guys, I am not claiming to be. A detective. But we kind of are. Because we want to Let's be. be honest. Carol Baskin killed her husband, and I'm just going <sighs> to oh. leave it at that. And that's the end. <laughs> and we're done with that conversation. Now on to meow meow kitty cat pawn. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy? What's, what was his name with the do-rag, the affliction shirts? Jeff Lowe. Oh, God. Jeff All Lowe. All right. I just want to say this. As a woman, mm-hmm. his wife, mm-hmm. are you freaking kidding me? Mm-hmm. And the nanny? No. Oh. It's a pretty nanny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would smack. Uh, like, the way he talked. I, first of all, you would not be the father of my child. Like, <laughs> I'd ask you to not sign. It just makes me laugh that they're like, <laughs> just, he's like, you have to pick out an attractive nanny because we're going to look at her all the time. <laughs> like, and that's. Um, what? A nanny? You guys, if you have a nanny, like, props to you. I don't know. I guess I don't I feel think like they need it. No. To be quite and, frank. And, like, I feel like it was more than just being like, oh, we both work full time. We need a nanny. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that. No. It was, yeah, I want a nanny. <laughs> like, that's weird. That's weird. I just had to throw that in there. You know what? I dig you in your opinions. Oh, my God. I know. I think that was the most opinionated I've ever gotten. On you know what? Podcast. And you own that. I did because <laughs> I, like I said, I've been really looking forward to talking to someone about Tiger King. And I'm King. glad that you did. You know why? Because so, I love Tiger King. So, anyway, so what you got out of that? A, watch. Don't f with cats. Yes. Watch Tiger King. Yes. Listen to the podcast True Crime Garage. Yes. Because I love them. Yeah. Nick and the Captain. Right. We're all in quarantine. We all have this crazy thing called COVID going on. <laughs> and what is the one thing that brought us all together? The Tiger, Tiger King. King. Meow. Meow, meow, kitty cats. Thank you for that, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Netflix. All right. All right. Listen, when we come back, we're going to talk about some more awesome stuff. So stay tuned. Woo! Sometimes finding that dream home can be hard or selling your existing one. Well, stress no more. Missy Damon with Bowerino Associates is here to help. She will work around the clock to get you where you want to be in the price range that fits your budget. She can also connect you with local lenders to get you pre-approved and make your home buying experience as smooth as possible. Call 810-531-0422 and ask for Missy Damon. Your next home is one call away. I would like to say something real fast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Say it real fast. So I was um, just thinking, first off, shout out to the moms who think of me and think of like everyone else out there who's putting together these parties for Osborne Books. So oh. Osborne Books is a very cool company. It's learning books, educational books, okay. just fun, easy reading. It's like kids based. Okay. Actually, there's a party happening right now with a sweet friend of mine, Michelle Howard. Hi, and, uh, Michelle. <laughs> so she invited me to one of these parties and I'm mm-hmm. like, 
okay, I'm going to hop on. I'm going to check out some books. Because, you know, during quarantine, I want the kids to do some new things. Read some yep. stuff. Yeah. Maybe activity books. I don't Keep know. Keep that brain going. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... Anyways, I hopped on there and I ended up getting Finley a book on learning how to speak Spanish. Okay. She is really into it and she yeah. can already she can already count um, to 10. Oh my God. Um, but she really enjoys it. So I was like, okay, I'll get that for her. Uh-huh. They also had this really cool crochet um, like sewing kit and it was like to sew a mermaid. Okay. And so she'll sew it and then she'll keep it and she can hang it on her wall or oh whatever. Oh my God, that is so neat. Yeah. And then um, Miles is into making comic books. So, <laughs> oh, Miles, I just want to say her son, Miles, is a storyteller. <laughs> and so the fact that yeah. she just said that is, yes, yes. I see it. Yes. Oh that's my this God. thing. So mm-hmm. um, I got him a how to make comic books. Okay. So that will help him learn. Oh, and then awesome. I know he asked me already, he goes, if I start making them, can we sell them online? <laughs> and I was like, heck yeah, man. Oh, Businessman right there. Are you, are you drinking water? No. What is that? Oh, you put your white claw in the glass. Okay. You just put that on. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You got to do. Sometimes we have white claws with our wines. I don't think that's a bad thing. Don't it's, judge us. It's a chaser. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, right with everything, we get one night a week, man. Don't you dare. <laughs> yes, that's happening oh, right now. I mean, Honestly, God, it's so it's, clear. It looks like water. I You um, could have tricked me and just said, yeah, you know what? I need a little bit of clear. water. White claw is very clear. I mean, I usually... I usually drink it out of the can. Yeah, I know people poured do. It. Yeah, why did you do that? You just felt like it? Well, it felt like I was drinking wine with you, even uh-huh. though I'm drinking wine. You're, yeah, I'm drinking. You're cute. Look at you not leaving me behind. And, and so. if you guys are asking, yes, we already made it through the bottle of wine. So, anyways, I think I bought maybe eleven books and spent mm, ninety bucks. Oh wow, that's not bad. No, so they are affordable. Uh huh, and they're great quality. You get them here super fast. And what are they called again? So I'm it's sorry. Osborne Books. Okay. Okay. And like there's people that you can get in touch with to have these parties and it's all online. Mm-hmm. So you just, you host a party. Perfect online. for a time like this. Exactly. Yep. And so I was super grateful that Michelle asked me to be a part of it. Yeah. I ended up getting a bunch of books for super cheap, I think. Mm-hmm. And anyways, I'm excited to share them with the kids. So I just wanted to do a shout out. Thank you, Michelle. And also to Amy Nelson and Laura Gaffney and anyone else that's ever sent me book party invites. Mm-hmm. Like Aww. I truly appreciate it. I know that there's times where I honest, I just can't because you know, the funds, mm-hmm. but when I do have the money, I get super excited to look and, and get things for the kids. So you if you guys are looking for book um, ideas, places to get books, reasonable Osborne books, check them out. Awesome. That was my plug. Yay. I like so it. obviously we're stuck inside, mm-hmm. which is fine. I'm still actually working from home. So like from seven to three, I have to be like right. logged into the computer, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Well, I was organizing one of my cupboards in the kitchen. So one of the cupboards in the kitchen is for the baby. Okay. Okay. I, I did that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it's starting to get a little, mm. Mm-hmm wanky yeah so i i found these sippy cups and i'm like oh shoot okay so you guys i'm a first-time mom i'm going through all these steps with you Mm -hmm. going 
am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? Blah, 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 blah. Um, when's the perfect time for this? Like he's eight months old and he's, he's only really wanting jar food. I've tried to introduce food to him. Yeah. Grown up food, if you will. Yeah. And he kind of just spits it out and looks at me like, well, no. Yeah. And that's fine, right? I don't think he's late. Each baby's different. I wouldn't say so. Well, I found these sippy cups. I'm like, oh, shit. I guess now's the time to start. (laughs) So I kind of like, which shout out to everyone who reached back to me. Like when I'm like, um, hey, moms, when did you start doing sippy cups? Because I think I'm a little late to the show. Yeah. Anyways, everyone's like, oh, my God. Anywhere from six months to, you know, a year, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what I would have said. You know, it's funny. Like, he's eight months old. Mm -hmm. And he's not sleeping through the night. Okay. And Joey, my husband's like, he's eight months old. He needs to be sleeping through the night. And I'm like, oh, I don't think so. But, like, he's like, well, I talked to so-and-so and and their son did. And I talked to so-and-so and and their daughter did. And da-da-da. And it's like, I just don't know where this competition Mm -hmm. of who... Whose child can sleep through the night first? First. Earlier. Uh, yeah, like yeah. at one month or whatever. Like, yeah. I guess he's only getting up once, maybe twice sometimes. And for me, yeah, especially when I was going to work, that's mm-hmm. my moment. That's mm-hmm. my moment to snuggle him, love him, whatever. And and he's he does need to be rocked to sleep. He likes this. He's a snuggler. Yeah. You know, it is yeah. what it is. But I guess it's like, and hey. More power to you. I think that's great. If you were able to get your son to sleep through the night or daughter to sleep through the night at two months or whatever, that's great. But like, I don't know. Where did this competition come from? Do you feel that or is that just me? And I know you guys are thinking I went from sippy cups to this, but I just kind of, I'm, I'm saying like, I'm a new mom. Brooke is a mom of three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, you absolutely go through this. I'm going through this like... Maybe it's just me, like, right, eight months in and just now realizing it. Do people compare children? I guess before I had Joseph, if you had told me my eight-month-old is sleeping through the night, I'd be like, great. If you said my eight-month-old is getting up three times, I'd be like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I I guess I would have never thought anything bad. Yeah. But now that I have my own, Mm -hmm. I I found myself going, oh, my God. Well, so-and-so's baby's sleeping through the night. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I never thought of that. No, you do. You actually, you go through a personal um, comparison is what uh-huh. it is. So you and your child, you have this whole routine down, right? Yes. And and you know what you do and you got it going on, right? But I remember um, some of my family members, they used to do, you know, they had a schedule. Corey and I went into it with no routine. We and didn't so either. I think on our end, I didn't allow myself to do that too much because I was always told that you are the parent. Every child is different. Every parenting experience is different. But I think that it happens more than you think. Everyone will go, oh, her child, you know, he was sleeping through like Miles, for instance. Yeah, he did. He slept through the whole night at like five months. Okay. And people were like, oh my gosh, you lucky dog, you know, but he was my first. I didn't know any different. And I was just like, Cool. I, uh, right. I do feel lucky. Yeah. But I wouldn't know any different if you were getting up three times in the night. Right. I don't know. You know? And that, yes. So that's where I'm at. Like, I don't know any different. Yeah. You don't know any different. And you know what? It, that's the cool thing about it is don't compare yourself to other people's stories. Eventually he will. And then and you'll go, oh, saying. wow, there's my eight hours. Yeah. And I guess I don't look at it as, a, oh, he's up again. I look at it as, 
Yay. Oh, okay. I get to snuggle uh-huh. in a little. And, you know, yes. I want to sleep through the night. But I'm also, I guess, I don't know. I'm not so focused on it. I actually, with the quarantine or whatever, I did a FaceTime call with my pediatrician. Yeah. And I just kind of brought up. I said, he's not sleeping through the night. And she was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. She's like, and Joseph is not a sleeper. I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest with you guys. Naps are funny. Like, we're just now starting to get more of like an hour long nap or whatever. Mm-hmm. Once one month hit, he takes 20 minute naps. Yeah. And he's good to go. Yeah. I truly, though, do know for a fact that once he starts eating full-blown food, he will be sleeping. So that's okay. what, yes, pediatrician, that's yeah. what she said. And then we kind of had touched on the cry it out method. Mm-hmm. And listen, you guys, I'm no one to tell you what to do. If you believe in the cry it out method, please go for it. But she said, I just want you to know something. She goes, right now he's learning security. He's learning trust. If you want to do the cry it out, that's great. Mm -hmm. She goes, but these are also things he's learning. So when you cry, when you leave the room, he's testing you to make sure, okay, is she going to come back? Yeah. Is she, you know? Right. And and I'm just going off of what my pediatrician says, you guys. So it kind of made me think like, I don't want to do the cry it out method. I don't want him to think I'm not coming back. I hated the cry it out method. Okay. I hated it because... When we had Miles, Corey was okay with the cried out method. He mm-hmm. he was, um, but Corey had a lot more patience. And because we're the moms, our um, nurturing side come in, and you're like, yeah. no, 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 he's scared and yeah. he's sad, and I don't want him to feel that. But I just remember doing that for Miles and uh, a couple of times, and mm-hmm. then I remember saying, listen, Court, like I can't do this. This isn't working. And so we ended up doing this method where little by little, like like you're doing now, I would rock Miles to sleep or I'd hold him and I'd rock him in my arms Mm -hmm. in the bedroom that he sleeps in, you know? And then eventually got to the point where I would lay him down in his crib after I've rocked him and I kept my hand on him. Yeah, that's um, so funny that you're saying that. That's what I've been doing. Yes, yes. So you you basically, you gradually move away from him. Mm -hmm. So after a little bit, then you kind of just sit next to the crib. You don't yeah. touch him, but you mm-hmm. just sit there with him mm-hmm. until he falls asleep. And, and then you move on and maybe you sit in the rocking chair. And then eventually you're, you're finding yourself out of the room and uh-huh. he's sleeping. Yes. So that's, so funny that's that what we did. Because I'm noticing that if I, okay, he's a tummy sleeper. He always has been. Mm-hmm. I know we're not supposed to let him sleep on their tummy. I didn't unless I was around, but he always, always gravitated towards his stomach. Yeah. And now that he's eight months, it's fine. But mm-hmm. I'll put him down and he'll want to get up. But I'll I'll find if I just put my hand on his back. Oh, he settles. He'll fall fall back down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he'll fall back down and it, he'll fall asleep. Yeah. And then I can leave the room. Yes. So I'm trying to do that. Avery did that. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I, I, I truly believe we're getting there. Yeah. Yes. He's finding but, comfort in knowing that his bed is a yes. safe zone. Yep. So I don't know. I just, I felt like. I don't know where this competition of whose baby sleeps. I, I, it's I weird know. because I've never thought of it before until now that I have my own where I'm right. Like, but oh. it's something that, you know what? You need to just take that and throw it right out the window. Oh, yeah. uh, my pediatrician has told me before, like, listen, you don't need to that. stop listening to the yes. critics. And if you can't hear what they have to say, then you need to stop telling them things. Yes. And I've, I've said that. I said, Joey, we just need to stop telling people. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's times where I, I know I shared like things that were bothering me 
like yeah. that when it came to the kids. And of mm-hmm. course they're going to give you their opinion in two cents oh, yeah. and try to help you. But it was always something that <laughs> I never agreed with. So <laughs> then eventually I was just like, nah, I'm forget just, that. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Uh, Corey, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. but, um, yeah. So throw that out the window girl, because you're doing exactly what you need to be doing. And I'm so trying. is Joseph. Mm-hmm. And so is Joey. You know, thank you. I'm yeah. trying. You are. I am trying. You are a good mama. And, uh, you know, he's, for the most part, he's a happy baby. He is. He just doesn't like to sleep. And he doesn't <laughs> like new teeth. And he does not. Oh, <laughs> teething is rough on him. Yeah. Well, he got three at once. Uh-huh. So that was the last two weeks were rough, you guys. Yes. But, um, yeah, he's he's not a sleeper. And that's, I guess, you know what? Then I guess we are just not a sleeping mm-hmm. household. We are just not going to sleep for no. a while. So that's okay. <laughs> All right. Something else. Sure. Along the lines of what we were talking about. Okay. I'm just going to say it real quick because um, I don't want to drag on too long for you. But in public school with the kids, okay. uh, Miles was in first grade. And we got together and we had a parent meeting. Um, there was a big parent meeting with the teacher. And it was, it was the beginning of the year. And we were going over reading levels for the kids. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, is uh, the reading levels within the public system, okay, like what they were doing in their school per se, was different if you were to go to, say, Barnes & Noble and buy a book that says it's a reading level J. They use the alphabet okay. to um, to decipher what reading level they're at. And, okay. and their goal is like, okay, for first grade it was level K they want Miles to be at. Mm-hmm. So that he was prepared for second grade reading. Okay? okay. So anyways, that was their, their reading level assessment, if you will. So anyways, we're sitting in this meeting and it's all the parents sitting in these little chairs, you know, and we're mm-hmm. listening to the teacher tell us about the reading levels in these books. And one of the moms that I know, you know, she, she was curious and she said, Hey, are these reading levels the same as if I went to Barnes and Noble and got one of the books there? And Mind you, this is the first parent meeting we've ever had together as like all parents in one room. Okay. okay. This is like half of us don't even know each other. Uh-huh. So she has this question and legit a mom behind her went, <laughs> no, and laughed at her. <gasps> Moms. I, Moms are tough. I kid you not, Erica. It took everything out of me to not go, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you not here for the same reason we all right. of us are? I didn't realize that are you, an adult? you were a know-it-all and um, we were just, you know, we're just below you. Mm-hmm. So it really irritated me because this happens more than um, parents talk about. And it's, it's upsetting to me. And I think it's, no offense, but it's great to homeschool because I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. But come on, parents need to support parents because all of us are here hope that we make successful humans we're all in this together absolutely so if a parent has a question I truly believe that no question is a dumb question Mm -hmm. I truly believe that if you have something to ask ask it because the only way you're gonna know is if you ask and and how are you gonna do your job as a parent if you don't ask these questions? And you know what? I was thankful that my friend asked that question because I didn't know. Right. I had no well, idea. I didn't even think to ask that question until she how asked. How would it. you know? And what if you were just at Barnes and Noble one day and said, "Oh, well, this says level K." Right. They said Is it, it was the level same? K. Is it the same? Okay, I'll get this book. For right. right. You don't know, and like you said, yeah, the only stupid question is if you don't freaking ask. Exactly. Why? 
Why, as parents, are we so critical on the other parents? I know. And, like, judgmental of it. Because it's just... It's just Just silly. It's It's silly. And I felt... I feel like, honestly, you know, you have a child, you get married... Apparently, you know, at some point you grow up, so they say. Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole high school thing just needs to end. That that type of attitude just needs to be left mm-hmm. at the door because everyone in that school, everyone in life that's, you know, raising children needs mm-hmm. to just support each other. It is. When it comes down to the kids, yes. support each other. We do. We need to support each Because if you want to succeed, you need it. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that you can't do it on your own, but it's like, come on. Yeah. When you're all in a public school together and you got to share the same classroom, you know, your mm-hmm. kids are in the same class, like be there, support each other. Don't yeah. laugh at them. No. I mean, you don't have to agree with everything I'm no, doing. No. I don't have to agree with everything you're no. doing. That blows my mind. I know. And that, that saddens me. It does. It saddens me too. And it's something that's not talked about because, you know, I witnessed it many of times and I'm sure that it happens more than anyone speaks about it. Yeah. But would you say, if I can ask you this, mm-hmm. <laughs> would you say that is one of the reasons you started homeschooling? No. No. Okay. No. I mean, I, I it's fine. I mean, mm-hmm. I've dealt with mean people in the world plenty of times. Yeah. No, there, my uh, reasoning was many of things, many, yeah. many just family related. Yeah. But, um, oh. yeah, no, I had many of reasons. And, okay. And I, I, I never, just wasn't sure if that was one. No, of them. I never allowed the parents to rumble me that much to no. where I didn't need to be there. Cause it, it, I didn't really have, you know, any hiccups with any parents per se, but mm-hmm. I, um, I just felt really bad that that happened yeah. for someone who's just trying to be a good and parent. And it was just an innocent question. She was just asking yeah. a question that you, me, and it, Becky down the street. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, that would ask. Yeah. And that's sad. That's yeah. sad that someone would laugh and hiss at you like that. That's exactly. Sad. So I'm just, you know, just putting this out there. Build each other up. Support each other. You know, yeah. don't put anyone down for asking questions. And how can we you expect know? our kids to not bully each other? Exactly. It, you know, right? I mean, if that's what the parents are doing, I mean, what do you Why expect? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. So. Let's let's make good humans, make good decisions. So, yeah. but uh, that was that you're ending on that note. Oh, God. Make good decisions. Make good human beings. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. Let me tell you, this shit's hard. It's hard, <laughs> but we will get there. <laughs> but we we're, are doing. we're getting there. And it's fun. And it's hard. It's fun. It's, oh, it's all the above. emotion. So, well, yeah. anyways, um, thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you, Lauren Lawrence, again for the Stella Rosa yes, um, recommendation. It was really it good. was good. It's it's gone. Bottle's gone. And um, it's good. So thank you guys. Yeah. So have a really great weekend and a great week, and we'll see you next Friday. Yeah. Stay safe and healthy, you guys. Okay.